And welcome to Control Alt Deplete. We are on episode 21. I am your host with all the allergies, Mr. Buckblind. And over on the right side of the screen in his fantastic onesie is Mr. Bioshock. Yep, Shinnuck Bioshock. <laughs> How are you doing? Another right? wig, another Shinnuck today. Somebody's another headache. Yay, so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good though. Um, yeah, it's good. It's a weekend, which is which is awesome. Nice. Yeah, it's my weekend now, so I can finally relax. I'm back on my normal schedule, which means more time for WoW, more time for podcasts, more time with Woo-hoo! the kids, more sleep, Woo-hoo! more everything. Just, just it overall increased. Oh fog. yeah. Yep. Made some queso last chat. night. Well, this morning, I guess. So. Yeah, it's yeah, it was so good. Did you have some, like, right away as soon as you made it? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it was done at, like, 8.30 in the morning, so I had it right away. So I know it's really, in, in, like, like our podcast typically, but I've, I'm curious about this queso. So <laughs> did, how'd, you, how'd you cook it? you put it in, like, the oven or something? No, it's just a crock. So, so I, had, crock I had, yeah, I had a, a bunch of... I had three uh, different peppers, some red, some red and yellow peppers. Chopped yep. those up, diced them up. Uh, two big giant onions, chopped those up, diced them up. Had uh, two cans of Rotel uh, diced tomatoes with lime and cilantro. And I dumped those yep. in there. Uh, had about three pounds of, ham- of ground beef hamburger. Uh, cooked nice. that in the skillet and then put that in there. Yeah, uh, and then I had two bags. I don't know how how many pounds. Probably about two pounds of a uh, of a shrimp that was already pre cooked and uh, nice, deveined and tailless and everything. So I threw that in there. Yeah, and then I had myself a uh, a two pound block of regular Velveeta cheese and a two pound block of uh, the queso blanco, which is white queso uh, okay. of, of Velveeta is it, cheese. Like, come like, does it come like a sauce? No, it's just, it's just like, like a, a it's like a, a block. A it's block mi- it's meant for like okay. melting, um, but yeah, right. it's just a block of cheese. And I cut those up into just like little cubes, and then yep. put dump it all in the crock pot. And that crock pot was completely full. When I started up, I literally was like, "When I come back in an hour, that cheese is melted. Is it going to be overflowing?" Um, and it was not. It was very close. I mean, it was like that much space between the edge and where the where the everything had filled up to. But, uh, yeah, no, I was a little concerned when I first started up because I'd never put that much in the crock pot before. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, we went all out. And, uh, yeah, no, put it in on high for a couple of hours, and that melts all the cheese and warms up and, and you know, gets the, the shrimp nice and toasty and gets every, keeps everything all melted and lets it all simmer together. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. So good. <laughs> the shrimp nice. especially was a nice touch. I really liked the shrimp on there. I love shrimp. Yeah. But, it goes uh, so good with multiple meals. Yeah. No, my Anyways. wife probably won't eat any of it because it's got a bunch of onions and peppers in it and she hates all those things and just wants <laughs> more for me. We all have food for the next week. Queso. Oh, so good. <laughs> but uh, next up, I need to get myself an air fryer like you and I have been talking about and fry myself yeah. some, try, try making Chicken some wings. wings. Wait, you should also try for the kids. Is, uh... Uh, air fryer does really good uh, grilled cheese. This is Typherian. He is Typherian. named after my mage. The <laughs> mage is the only character I have that does not buck something because I made him a long time ago. Before I started naming everything buck, I named my mage. And my mage I, is Typherian. I, I, I think my, ma- my mage's name was Leatus. L-E-A-T-U-S. And then I kind of like went into like Bioshock and Quartz and I basically was in those. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I gotta be careful because he will probably just attack me in a second. Although he probably wants my microphone, is what he wants. He loves the uh, the little wind, the foam wind cover things. Right. Uh, I the reason that my headset doesn't have one on it is because he rips it off and tears it off, and I literally have gone through like eight of them, and I finally gave up because <laughs> he just wants to play with them, so he pulls them right off. He started attacking me like while it's on my head, he'll just attack my head and, and get it. If How he old wants. is he? He is eight years old now. Because okay. we got him right before he moved into this house. Okay. Alright, get down. Cool. Oh, now you don't want to leave me. Okay, yeah, there you go. 
All right. Anyways, anyway, <laughs> we, we can get into it now. That's all right. We, yeah. We, yeah. We that's a little fun. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so our our weekly affixes. We'll get jumping into the news here. Let's, we don't have a whole lot today, honestly. So you know, kind of no. ch- just a chill podcast. But uh, the weekly yeah. affixes are fortified, raging, and afflicted. So fortified, you just have you know increased ad health and damage. Raging just is, means they hit a lot harder once they get below 30%. Uh, if you have a druid yeah. or somebody who can soothe or dispel enrages, absolutely wonderful. Have them do it. Um, afflicted, this is one of the new affixes. It's actually pretty easy. Um, basically, you have every 30 seconds, I think it is, you can have one or zero to two ads uh, pop up. They are friendly mobs. Um, so you can't damage them or anything, but they will yep. do a cast that if the cast gets off, then it decreases everybody's haste by 100%. Uh, and it does stack. So when you get two of yeah. oh, and I think it also decreases movement speed a little bit, I think. I'm not sure. Not yeah. positive on that. Could be wrong. Um, but yeah, so you can, they have uh, like different... Um, debuffs on them that you can uh either cleanse or use some kind of some kind of magic poison or uh disease debuff uh remover that you can use so i know paladins uh cleanse works uh uh your you have one as an evoker that you said works um Yes, the uh, expunge. Yes, expunge. Um, yeah, no. There's, there's several different uh, classes that have abilities. Priests can mass dispel. They can use a regular dispel. Uh, Demon hunters can't do anything with it. So, y'all are on your own this week. <laughs> but uh, no, it's actually it's pretty easy. If you get one of those off, they just immediately go away. Otherwise, your healer just has to heal them up to I think above ninety percent or something like that. I believe it's I believe the yeah. target is ninety percent, and then they go away. Um, now, if they get those casts off, one, if you're if you are are, are good decently geared group, one cast going off you can manage. Uh, two of them going off will probably wipe you, because um, yeah. you just you can't heal, you can't do anything. Yeah, it gets it gets yeah. ugly real fast. Uh, but no, there's it's uh it's not too bad. I think as long as you have uh, a couple of people in your group that can do something with them. Mm-hmm. Um, then. Yeah. Uh, after, yeah, what what did you think of the afflicted affix so far? I know we've ran a few keys. What's your initial thoughts on it? Uh, at first, I didn't know expunge could do it, so I, I we did a couple, and I felt really useless because like I, I can't have nothing to help. But then when I was watching the streamer do it, I was like, "How is he doing it?" And then me and you kind of figured out it was expunge. Right. So now that I know on my Vilker that I can help, it's it's helped a lot. And I, yeah. And I don't mind the affix at all because. It takes it takes half a second to target and cleanse it and go back right. to the target. It's not an yeah. issue. Well, and so like that's something I noticed on my demon hunter. Again, I got nothing I can use. I, I've tried using yeah. my purge. I've tried using my cage stuns, whatever. There's nothing that works on my demon hunter. I don't have any way to deal with it. Um, yeah, it was nice when I was on my prop pally because I can just pop my cleanse, uh, whatever. Yep. It's, I think it's cleanse, cleanse toxins or something like. I don't know what it's called. Um, and it's really easy, uh, like, cause for me, I just have a mouse over macro. So all I got to do is move my mouse over to one of them, hit the cleanse button and then it's gone. Um, so no, yeah. tar- no targeting or anything like that. I just have to mouse over macro it. Um, but yeah, it was, it was nice because I felt like, Hey, I can actually take care of this, make sure they're good. Don't have to worry about it as much cause I'll be able to handle it. Um, yeah. so that was nice. It is nice whenever you're actually able to take care of it. So one of the things that we were just talking about a, a, f- a few minutes ago before we started recording was like uh, they just made it so that uh, DKs and um, warriors can now do the uh, I think it's the incorporeal yeah FX yep. yes um, they can DKs will be able to use their control undead on them um, and they change it so that uh, the issue was that could they could control them uh, and they would put the debuff on all the enemies. Um, so the enemies would do no damage for like yeah. 10 seconds or whatever. They change it so it, it's just a reduced effect uh, once they're charmed. Um, and then warriors can use a shattering throw. But uh, one of the things that I think has been interesting with these new affixes is... And I, I, th- I think they're trying to kind of make sure it doesn't get too bad. But 
it feels like you almost have to have certain classes with at least a class with certain abilities. Um, this week, I think I f- you feel that more than the other ones. Because in Corporeal, you had quite a few classes that could handle that. Um, I could cage, uh, you know, your uh, Lynch can, can mind control it on his priest. Your evoker, you had a sleep. So, like, I think between us three, we have everything covered easily on that. Um, this one is a little bit different because I think obviously healers can heal through it, but that's kind of like the backup option. Um, yeah. Cause you don't want your healer to focus on trying to heal random mobs instead of players. Uh, yeah. And I think there's, you're a bit more limited as far as cleanses and stuff, especially in certain dungeons. Um, Cause I noticed on my paladin yesterday, uh, one of the, like, I think it's Brackenhide or something. There's so many, or maybe it's under, I don't remember. There's so many diseases and stuff that are going out that, like, you also need to use that cleanse on, but then you also have to save your cleanse for the ads, and you do, you you can either cleanse the ads or cleanse a player, and then you don't have a cleanse for, for the one or the, or the other. Um, yeah. So I think that makes it a little challenging for this week, slightly more than the past. It's not that bad, though. Um, but I do think it's just interesting because I feel like one potential issue with these newer affixes is it does kind of force you to go hey we got to make sure we have this in the group um yeah so i don't know i don't i don't think it's that big of a deal because i think there's enough it's pretty easy for people to be able to handle it um but i do think it's a potential issue but we'll see yeah. if they start trying to make it where other more add more classes that can handle handle those to make it a little bit less limiting right um but yeah the um, where did my window go there it goes um yeah one other thing trading, that that we have yes the trading we uh it is it is now june 1st when we are recording this uh yep. and which means it is a new month of trading posts so uh we have some uh some a, a nice a nice month of trading post stuff so you want to take us through yep. what we've got Yes, we open it up. Um, so, we'll start with the the most expensive stuff to start off with, and the this, the three main things that are expensive is two mounts and the uh, the plate appearance that you can get. So the, the the three mounts right now, well, two the two cost coins, and then the the last the third one or whatever the parrot is the uh, the final reward for getting your traveler's log. Like, so we get three mounts this month. I'm stoked for that. Yes. Yes. So the the parent squawk, whatever its name is, uh, looks cool. Looks like the one from uh, um, Freehold, but just a different color. I think the Freehold one's red, and this one's blue, I believe. Nice. Um, the next mount is the Royal Swarmers Reigns. It's just like a what would you say? Like a bug? It's just like a, it's like a bug from AQ40, kind of. Where you just fly around, like, fly around like this, yes, bug. Um, my favorite of the three is the Cinder Main Charger, the, the fiery horse one. That one looks really cool. Yeah, I might have that one honestly because I know I've got some recruiter friend mounts from my second account. Is it from? Oh, it is from recruiter <laughs> it used, friend. Yeah, it used to be from recruiter friend, so I might already have that one. Nice. I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because if you're like me, you keep buying stuff each month because that's what you do. <laughs> um, you can't get both if yeah. if you're if you're like me, unless you save one for the next month, then get that and not get something for the next month, depending on what they have. But uh, yes, because the center main's nine hundred and the the bug mount, the royal swarmers, eight hundred, and yes. I think I'll have like thirteen hundred when I'm done for the month, so I can only get one. Right. And I'm yeah, already sitting. Yeah. I'm sitting on two thousand already, so I can buy all of them. <laughs> yeah, this is a, a couple of cool things that they're adding is the jewel of the Fire Lord. That's that. Uh, I have that. that. Yeah, that I have that too. I bought the bundle when it came out, or whatever, with the three helmets. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, yeah, and so that's they're bringing that out. It's four hundred coins. It's pretty cheap. Another cool one that I'm just going to point out for moving on is the Flame Forge Felfang. It's it takes the appearance of one of the. Manoroth weapons from uh, Hellfire Citadel Mythic. Nice. Uh, it's basically a recolor, and it, it looks pretty cool. It's, I mean, uh, the daggers always look cool, especially the uh, Mythic version. Yeah. 
But this this one in particular, is, it's it's cool looking. It's got a blue and a green uh, vibe to it, like color. Yep. Which is pretty cool. The yeah. uh, the plate set is pretty cool. It's like a Vicryl fell fell Vicryl set or oh. something like that. Nice. I don't know if you if you're seeing that. Yeah, yeah, I'm seeing it. Right yeah, now. It's, that's, it's, that's kind of it's, cool looking. Yeah, it's not bad. It's that's the one that I'm actually freezing for next month. Gotcha. Now, uh, I just want to point out on the uh, that Jewel of the Fire Lord that bundle, the Jewel of the Fire Lord, like it's cool. The Frost yeah. one, oh, the Frost one was nice. Like it makes a little like ice mask in front of your face. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool looking. I love that one. I used that on my uh, mage for the longest time. Right. But, uh, Actually, now that I'm looking at that, sun, that Sunspar Battle Staff is pretty cool too. Oh yeah. But yes, yeah, uh, so cool. yeah, we got three mounts. That's the big, nice thing, in my opinion. Yes. Because I, I only, I don't care much about the transmog stuff. I just buy right. the mounts and the battle pets. Um, yeah. If I have enough this month, I might buy the battle pet. It depends. I, if I, if I already have that recruiter friend mount, then then I'll probably go ahead and buy the battle pet. If not, I'll buy the mounts. I don't yeah. know if I, I don't know if I've got that one or not. Um, yeah. But yes. So, yeah, no, make sure you get all your trading post stuff done and get that taken care of this month. It's got a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah. I feel like this, yep. honestly, looking through that list, I feel like this is probably the strongest month that they've had yes. so far. Oh, for, oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I wonder how much of that is because of trying to get interest in this month with, with the Diablo launching right you know, today. Actually, Diablo just launched... And you know, trying to generate more buzz because they know there's going to be a lot of people playing Blizzard products. So, I wonder yes. if that had something to do with it. But uh, speaking of Diablo Four, see what I did there? <laughs> We've uh, we have the Diablo Four event that is going on right now. Uh, we have two events. I thought there was just the one event, and that everything was going because that was what was initially reported. Um, but what it actually is is we have two events, and right now the first one has started last week, and it's going to go until June 13th. Um, and this is the one called a Greedy Emissary. You're going to have treasure goblins spawning around through the open world, um, so we can go and kill those, uh, similar to the Diablo 3 event a long time ago. Uh, what was that during BFA? Uh, no, no, that was Cataclysm. Legion? No, that was, that was end of end of Cataclysm. Oh, um, had oh no, no, yeah, yeah. Oh. They they did that was that was the, like the ten year anniversary of or twenty year anniversary right. of Diablo two or, or maybe oh, okay. or maybe you know what that might have been when they did they do a relaunch of, of Diablo two was it like Re- Diablo resurrected or something like yeah, that yeah I think that might have been what it was um, yeah uh, but I remember they had the event yeah because they did have the event during that and that was when they had the treasure goblins stuff. Yeah. Um, yes. No. Uh, go kill your treasure goblins when you see them. Uh, burn them down and grab your loot. Uh, that's going to yeah. go until June thirteenth. Uh, then there'll be a day of nothing, and then on June fifteenth, um, it is called Welcome to Sanctuary. It has not been confirmed, but uh, people are guessing according to like icy veins and Wowhead. It is. They are assuming that because it's called Welcome to Sanctuary, that's when the Winds of Sanctuary buff is going to become available. That's why. That's why there is confusion because uh, all we knew is there's going to be a Diablo event and Winds of Sanctuary buff was going to be during the event. Uh, turns out, like I said, it's two events, and the first one did not have the buff. The second one, we assume, will have the buff. That is going to be running from June fifteenth to July tenth. So you have almost a full month on that. It's going to be like probably. Four weeks altogether. Yeah, um, close to four weeks. So make sure again, uh, the event. Oh yeah, the event description says strange winds blow from another world and heroes are filled with renewed vigor. Characters gain increased experience and reputation during this event. So yes, you'll have. I think it's an eight percent reputation increase. I believe. Hmm. So uh, if you want to get your renown up, good time to work on renown and stuff. Yep. Um, honestly, I feel like. Oh, wait, no, no, now it's 50%? Okay, so the buff that I saw yesterday when I was looking this up said 8% increased rep. This now is saying 50% increased rep. Uh, that's a huge increase in rep, except the only one that yep. does not count towards is the new one in the uh, Zeralek Caverns, the Lone Niffin. 
you do not get any increase with that one, but the rest of the factions uh, you do. So that is a great time to go and farm your renown, get take that up. Uh, I will probably do that with uh, the Tuscar to get my renown up with them. Um, and and it is all reputations. I know in the past when they've had those, it's like all current reputations for the current expansion, but not for old reputations. But this one specifically highlights it is all reputations. So that means if you got old reps you want to farm, great time to go and do them as well. Yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, the XP buff, go in, get your uh, get your characters leveled, because that's going to be a big, giant 50% XP that's huge. Great time to play catch-up. Um, so yeah. yeah. Unless, you're like, unless you're like me and Buck, and you have every class max. I, I still have two I need. I have a rogue at level 63 and a shaman at level 60, so I still need to level them up. Uh, but uh, no, yeah, 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 go and get your characters leveled up. Um, anyway, uh, now to the bulk of our show tonight. PTR oh. tuning. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on here. Um, yep. One of the things that is going on, and I'll just touch on this real quick, because uh, sure. it affects a lot of classes. Uh, they're doing a bunch of mana economy changes uh, for like hybrid DPS and tank specs. I, I, yeah. I, I don't know, it's weird. Um the goal is to allow for more continuous cast of utility and healing spells while maintaining limits on how much hybrids can contribute to healing and like defensive dispels and offensive spells. So I understand what it is they're doing. Um, they, cause basically like what I see is like, say I'm on my prop pally or even on my druid. If I cast an actual heal spell while I'm in tank form, I get like three casts off and then I'm out of mana. <laughs> so they're kind of fixing that so like uh balance for druid you got like balanced druid feral druid guardian druid um almost all of the classes that have that type of stuff their maximum mana is increasing from about fifty thousand to two hundred fifty thousand. so you have a huge huge, huge mana increase. pool um your mana regeneration is increased by 150 percent um, and then some of the abilities, and it just depends on the ability. Some of them, the, the cost is now cheaper than it was. There are a few, however, that like the cost is, is increased. Um, but overall, I don't think it's something that anyone's really going to notice too much. Other than if your group needs some off healing, you'll be able to do a bit more off healing. That's about it. Um, so that just affects several several classes. You know, prop pallies I think are affected by it. Uh, augmentation, devastation, evoker—they're affected by it. Um, I don't think, yeah, mages are not. Um, looks like pro, yeah, rep pally, prop pally has that. Um, Ellie shaman, enhanced shaman have that, and I think that's pretty much it that those are affecting. I just want to touch the base real quick on that because uh, a lot of these notes are based around that, but yeah. Um, anyway, I know there's a lot of changes with augmentation as well. So, uh, yes. Mr. Bioshock, our resident augmentation evoker expert, is going to go over those. Um, so, if you remember from a couple episodes ago, we're talking about the Breath of Eon's ability, which basically replaces Deep Breath. Uh, before it was, Breath of Eon's grants your allies the ability to gain a shield for damage they deal. Now, it basically basically does you get everyone gets the, the the healing or the maximum shield when they attack anybody with the debuff of the breath of eons now so you don't have to like fly over your team um it's just when they hit targets that are affected by who you've flown over uh so what they did is they they did that and so you gain a shield for 100 percent of the damage you deal up to 30 percent of your maximum health which is still a good amount, because if you're taking damage, you're just going to replenish it, so it's, it's a good shield. Um, they, uh, so, uh, there's this uh, talent called Ignition, Ignition Rush, so when you use Essence Burst, like, and you, and, like, it, when you get Essence Burst to proc, it used to reduce the cast of eruption by 30%, it's now 40%, so it's a quicker cast, which is cool. And the last big change, and really all we have left from this is that 
uh, Breath of Eons or Deep Breath, whatever one you are running, when you use it, when you land after flying in the air, you get 15 seconds of lust without causing exhaustion, which is pretty cool. It's lust for 15 seconds is awesome. Um, so yeah, there's that, and they changed like some of the mana costs of some of the abilities because the mana is going up for yeah. devastation, and augmentation. So just mana changes there. So that's that's it for augmentation. So I'm also seeing uh, modes of possibility are now going to spawn in a random position in front of the evoker, where it used to be in, like around the evoker. So it's like right. kind of fine tuning that a little bit. Um, and then plot the future, fauna magic, and power nexus have had their positions swapped in the talent tree. I'm not sure what those are. Do you have any insight on that? Sorry, on which one? Plot the future, font of magic, and power nexus. Those three talents have had their positions changed around in the talent tree. Oh. Yeah, so the power nexus increase your essence is uh, in a easier spot to get it now. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just they they put it in a lot more convenient spot, so it's nice. just a, a quality of life change. Good, good, good. Um, there's also yeah. been, uh, as we are aware, there's a lot of mage reworks going on. Oh um, yes. I, the the original big one was supposed to be arcane Arch mage. Um, yeah, I, and I've, I've yet to see hardly any actual changes to Arcane. I think probably because they're doing such a big re rework, they probably haven't finished much and aren't ready to go into detail on it. Uh, yeah. But there were a lot of uh, fire and frost changes. So yes. if you want to take us through those, because I know you have dove real deep into those as well. Yes, I'm looking forward to trying Mage in the rework, because I think it has the potential to be very good, and they're fixing spots that need to be fixed and they're listening to the community which is nice uh one of the big things that changed which a lot of people are liking is they got rid of rune of power mm -hmm. um, that was one of the so worst spells in the game i feel like it was extremely strong yep but you could hardly ever stay in it with the yep. fights of, of the dungeons the raids like you're not standing still that much yeah so that, that is an that ability that i feel like back in like classic wow and probably up until like Lich King, Kata. yeah, yeah, probably, probably all the way until Kata, it'd probably be fine to use because you have a lot of times where you're just standing there, yeah, just burning DPS. But with today's dungeons and raids, you're constantly on the move, and yeah, yeah. that was a terrible talent. I always hated that talent on my mage. Yeah, so basically they got rid of root of power and replaced it with Encanter's Flow. Which has been in the game since uh, Wad or Legion, or I don't quite remember. Uh, yeah, it's been at least Canada, Legion. Yeah, Cannon Flow basically fluctuates spell damage and it just kind of goes to the max and goes down. So yep. basically, it started at 4% and went to 20 then reduced it to 2% to 10%, um, which is, is honestly fine. I mean, the fact gotcha. that Grid of Power is gone is great. Yes. So, I, I, I'm not too familiar with much of the fire changes so if you have anything that you want to add go ahead but because i've only really looked into the frost i'm not really curious and i'm not really interested in fire at the moment yeah well we know but, my uh, opinions on fire mage so. <laughs> yeah yeah true <laughs> <laughs> uh let's i'll just i'll just overall cover this on fire mage all the changes are bad yeah. delete fire mage from the game <laughs> <laughs> even if they're really good okay so yep yep <laughs> Just um, at, this, yeah. at this point, it's just it's 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 not about the damage. It's just about um, principle. <laughs> yes, it's it's just about the principle of the matter. <laughs> so, so some of the stuff coming for fire is a new town called Inflame. Uh, the hot streak increased the amount of ignite damage from pyroblast and flame shark by additional ten percent. It's now a choice node with pyromaniac. So they're just adding choices. Uh, they're increasing the damage of flame strike by twelve percent and flame patch twelve percent. Flame patch is the leftover damage from flame strike if you didn't realize yep. if you didn't know that um so basically no one even an aoe like you never took you never took flame strike it was, was not it's not used yeah. at all um so i think they're trying to make break it so it's used and it shouldn't it shouldn't be used because you should be using blizzard or uh or uh, uh fire fire me no, you, you should about? be using yeah, blizzard or frozen saying. orb yeah you should play a frost <laughs> mage not fire yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, we'll get to it, but I honestly think Frost <laughs> has got the be the best changes of the of the two so far. Right. But yeah, so they increased in ignite damage by six percent to kind of help with the AOE damage. Um, 
Unleashed Inferno cooldown reduction is, is now 1.25 seconds from 2.5. The damage bonus is increased to 45% from 40. Um, it was a like as this developers know, it said it's a little bit more than intended, like the initial damage. Right. Well, uh, the, the the cooldown reduction, yeah, was more was. Yeah, the cooldown reduction. Yeah, they're saying that the yeah. chain should make combustion closer to 60 seconds, which is actually really good to have a 60 second uh, combustion because like right now, you pop combustion your two minute cooldown outside of it you're kind of weak right so they have six one of the reasons i hate like, fire mages is good yeah yeah like let's get like, combustion pull 20 packs <laughs> yeah and they're like it, wait wait give me 20 seconds for my combustion to come off cool i'm not gonna sit there for 20 seconds i'm gonna pull yeah <laughs> yeah see, like if you compare it to evoker they both have two minute cooldowns that are huge but evokers can do damage without without needing yes. that dragon rage or tip the scales like they have yeah. fire breath and eternity surge like Absolutely. all the time yep and disintegrate does a lot of damage too but anyways i'm getting distracted yes uh <laughs> the 60 seconds on combustion is is huge um tempered flames was an ability that allowed, reduced the castmere power blast with 30 percent uh they reduced that to 15 i think they want people to use other talents i think is kind of what they're leading towards probably uh, yeah um Hyperthermia now triggers when hot streak is consumed instead of when activated. This is better for like planning cooldowns. Gotcha. I'll skip ahead a little bit. Um, intellect buff from fire mines increased to two percent was one. Field of burn is re uh, ranks reduced to one was two. So you get one point, which is always nice. I think classes that have those talents that are like two choices or two two points, and you make them one. I think this. I think it really helps specs out more than people realize. Um, Sun King's Blessing Unleash Inferno now available at the center capstone okay I know that they're increasing living bomb damage but living bomb is so weak right now as it is that the damage that they're, it, that they're increasing is not going to help at all in my opinion at all uh, they made it so living bomb no longer scales the base but the damage over time has increased by 30% and explosion damage increased by 35% I, I still don't think that's enough I I was watching some other mages talk about it, and they they, they don't think it's going to change anything. Living Bomb's still going to be really weak. I apologize for the but, interruption, but this look of panic and searching on my face is the realization that I think I left my phone in my toddler's bedroom when I put him to bed. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, there's no getting that back until the morning. <laughs> you think I'm going to risk going in there and waking him up? Nah. Mm -mm. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna he's gonna wake you're gonna wake up and go in that room and he's gonna be playing Minecraft on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, continue he's gonna sorry. Figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> um there's uh convection's chance to grab reduce cooldown increase to thirty percent was twenty five, it just helps with combustion cooldowns. Um Well, I didn't realize this was an issue, but apparently this is a fixed issue. Fix an issue that caused Phoenix Flames to spread ignite. So I guess Phoenix Flames is not supposed to spread ignite. Interesting. I I, I thought it I thought it's supposed to, but I guess I, I I don't know much about fire though. That's fire though. Um, some some minor changes. I think the biggest change is the one minute combustion, or the potential one minute. It doesn't mean it's always gonna be one minute. Yeah. It depends no. On I, I procs and stuff. And I think uh, I, for me, that's always something that I prefer when i'm thinking about like what kind of class do i want to play or what yeah. kind of classes do i want to take along in like a mythic plus listen raid i don't care what you are if you got good gear and you know the fights you're good uh yeah as far as mythic plus i don't like classes and so i've never liked fire mage i don't like classes where it's like i'm gonna do damage every two minutes and then i'm gonna suck for the other minute and a half like, yep. I just, I don't like that. That's why I like Demon Hunter, because, man, we have just big burst every pool. I want yep. somebody who can, who's, you don't have to have every single cooldown available, every pool, but make the class, let the classes, each class have something they can pop that'll be a decent cooldown. Every class should have some kind of 45 second, one minute cooldown that you can use that'll be ready just about every single pool. Because most, most yeah. pools on Mythic Plus... Uh, are typically 45 seconds to a minute long. So having a one-minute cooldown means you should have something that you can use almost every pull. Um, yeah. And I just, I, I hate whatever, I hate classes that you got nothing for half the, half the pulls in the dungeon. I hate it. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna hop into Frost. But I'm gonna the, oh, I'm gonna log into WoW real quick. The true mage class. Yeah, Frost <laughs> is the best back by far. It is. It is. I mean, uh, I don't maybe know. Not, when I say best, I mean like it's the most fun. Yeah, it's it's. From, when I think mage, I think frost mage. I don't think arcane. I don't think fire. I think frost mage. That's what yeah, I've I, always I, played. I don't know. That's, I just... that's that's what it came down to for me when I played Warcraft and this playing as Jaina. So we had a wire elemental. That was really cool. Nice. Yeah. So that's uh, always been a favorite of mine too since I started playing Warcraft, like back when yeah. I was like five or six. <laughs> yeah, I've tried fire and I just didn't like playing it. Uh, Arcane's yeah. all right. Uh, but I feel like it's it's very complex to play. Frost Mage is always I just always been fun. I don't know. It's throwing giant icicles at people, like come on, how can you not yeah. like that? <laughs> yeah, true. Frozen Orb uh, I, th- I think is really fun. Blizzard is really fun. I just I like I like Frost Mage so much more than any other Mage deck. Yeah, Frost Mage is probably my favorite caster in the game. Alright, sorry, I was logging in to look at the talent tree of my mage. Um, You're good. Okay, so I'm going to go through Frost, and there's a decent amount to go through, so I'll try and be quick, but okay. also feel free to say anything you want. Alright, I will go ahead and say, uh, I know they said some of the changes that we're going to go over here, uh, some of them are already implemented on the PTR, uh, some of them are yeah. not on the PTR yet, just FYI. So some baseline stuff real quick, is Blizzard has been removed from the talent tree and learned level 12, which is good, get more freed up spots. Yep. Cold Snap is also removed from the talent tree. He's learned at level 19, which is awesome. More more talents is the better. Yes, yeah, the first two extra talent, talent points to spend on other stuff. Yeah, yeah, and this new talent is going to be one that I'm pretty sure is picked up quickly. It's called Winter's Blessing, and your haste is increased by 3% always, and you get 10, 10% more haste stat from all sources. That is very nice. That's very nice, yeah. Um Winter's Blessing is located in row 4, where Cold Snap was, now that Cold Snap's gone, so it's row 4. <clears throat> um, Winter's Tides, Frostbolt damage, which was 7 to 15%, and now 5 to 10, which is fine. I, Frostbolt's never been that much of your damage anyways. Right. Um, some of the, one of my favorite abilities for Frost, other than Water Elemental, is Common Storm. Everyone's alive for the yes. Common Storm. Common Storm's a uh, cool, cool down. Yeah, and it's got 10% increased damage, which is cool. And it's switched positions with Glacial Assault, and it's now available after Perpetual Winter on row 6. Now, real quick, so, is Comet yeah. Storm really used right now? Because I feel like Comet Storm no. is not picked up. Yeah, no, I didn't think not. so. I feel like it hasn't picked up in a while. I remember, I think Legion, I think I used Comet so Storm a lot, and I love that ability. One, it looks cool. It just it looks does. cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. it felt cool. It looked cool. I loved Comet Storm. So hopefully maybe this will uh, make it easier to pick up and make it worthwhile having because I love that ability. Now, like, the fact that it's switching roles are switching uh, rows. One, two, three, four, five. Six. It's going up, like, two rows from where it's at right now. Got you. So it should be easier to pick up and the damage right. increase. And the fact that it doesn't have an AoE cap, you can hit everybody in six, within six yards. Yes. Me, like, I guess it works really yeah. well, but... It's a, I feel like it'd be a strong cooldown. It's yeah, that, that's... Cooldown. Comet Storm really is just one of my favorite abilities. I love Again, it too. just it's another awesome. reason Frost Mage is so much fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like glacial Assault damage is increased by 15%, and also causes Comet Storm to increase the damage enemies take from you by 2%, up to 10% for 10 seconds. So if someone gets hit by everybody, every... A bit, like, uh, every AoE portion that comes down with Comet Storm, they take more damage. They'll take up 10% for 10 seconds, which is awesome. Just more Comet Storm damage is awesome. Or make it take more damage is awesome. Uh, Glacial Assault has swapped positions with Comet Storm. It's now available after Deep Shatter and Comet Storm on row 8. Glacial Assault. Uh, that's, so that's the Comet Storm damage. Okay. Uh, splitting Ice. If you don't, do you know what Splitting Ice is? Yes, that's uh, what makes your um, oh, what's Ice Lance hit uh, cleave a second target, correct? Yes. So right now, this is the tooltip: is that Ice Lance and Icicles uh, do five percent increased damage and then hit the second target for sixty-five percent of our damage. Now this next part is what is the key part: is right now in Splitting Ice, the same talent. Your Ebon Bolt and Glacial Spike will also hit a second target for eighty percent. 
They're changing that to 100%. So Edmund Bolt and Glitches Michael clear two targets for 100%. And I, from Legion, I was a big fan of Edmund Bolt. I think Edmund Bolt's a cool ability as well. Um, yeah, Edmund so, Bolt was pretty fun. Because that was the that was the artifact weapon ability for Frost Mages in Legion. <clears throat> so that's I like making talents that I th I think make mage fun and making them good again, which is always really promising. And I hope they continue to make changes like this or tuning in or whatever they got to do. But uh, I like the changes so far. Yeah. Um. They are buffing splitting ice's ice lance icicle damage. To display that it deals 80% up from 65. Nice. That's that's a big buff as well. Absolutely. Uh, they're nerfing Deep Shatter for Frostbolts. They're nerfing Frostbolt in general in this patch, which is fine because it's not part of your damage really. Right. They're reducing it from. So right now, if you do damage to frozen targets with Frostbolt, that's 20 to 40% based on how many points you put in. It's now going from 10 to 25, so it's getting nerfed a little bit, which is fine. And uh, honestly, I'm okay one. with uh, Frostbolt not getting as much, not being as strong, because I know yeah. in in Shadowlands, like with your Necrolord, you, you single target, like you'd pop that, and it was just yeah. all you did was cast Frostbolt, 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 yeah. Frostbolt. People, I think, got sick of hitting Frostbolt. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's, it's not a fun ability. It's just a filler, and it should do filler damage, which they're changing it to do, I think. Um couple cool changes is that they're increasing ebb and bolt damage by 15% and reducing its cooldown to 30 seconds. Right now it's a 45 second cooldown so being on 30 seconds is cool. Um, and the damage increase is awesome and the fact that it can cleave for 100% damage is awesome. Uh, Glacial Spike the next talent that also cleaves get increased by 10% which is more it's just, it's just good changes. Um Chain Reaction has been moved to row 8 directly after Icy Veins and Ray of Frost old position. Which is uh, Ray of Frost that channel 1 I don't really care for. Yeah, um, not a lot of people I don't feel like play that one too much. Yeah. I, yeah. It was never Chain one Reac of my favorites. Yeah. Um, Chain Reaction right now is like when you do Ice Lance against Frozen Targets, you increase the damage you deal by 1% up to five times for 10 seconds and it continuously stacks if you just keep ice lancing it was like a five percent damage for your ice lance which is fine um where ray of frost cooldown reduced to 60 seconds was 75 i still don't think it'll be that much played it might if it's strong i, I don't know though yeah we'll see if it lines up with other cooldowns well yeah maybe because it, it it has the potential to be good because when i first came into the game it was Pretty good. Like, say if you look at this it, cryopathy talent, I mean that that might make it worthwhile. Yeah, uh, cryopathy. The damage of your next ray of frost increase by eight percent each time you consume fingers of frost like, up to eighty percent. I didn't realize that ray of frost could be. <laughs> <laughs> so that's I didn't realize. 80, yeah, 80%. I was, I was, and icy veins grants ten stacks instantly. Wow. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get to that part yet. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> right, Frost. Ray Frost might be good. Uh, <laughs> might be pretty good now. Might be pretty good for that single target. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, it goes right in Ray Frost row ten, which is the second from the bottom. Yes. On uh, the far right. I thought. Uh, I thought ten was capstone. Uh. I guess it's, it depends on what. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, it's. You're right. There's tens of capstone. Okay. But they. Oh, it's, directly after. I thought it said yeah. taking over Ray of Frost spot. It's directly after, okay? So it's yeah. getting rid of th taking Thermal Void spot, it looks like. Alright, if that's even true. I don't know. Uh, the new a new talent, Cold to Snap. Cold Snap also resets the cooldown of Frozen Orb, Comet Storm, and Blizzard. Very nice. Which, that's awesome. That's awesome. And Icy Veins. Alright, wait. And, and in addition, your next Corn of Cold applies Winter's Chill to all enemies hit. Nice. Winter... I would just chill. That um, just like freezes them, I believe, right? I think it just freezes them so that your Ice Lance does the, the bonus damage for hitting the Frozen target. Okay. Yeah, I don't see my talent tree. I'll search it up. It's, yeah, it's, it's uh, a passive ability. It's it's not a talent ability. Oh, okay. Because it's like um, whenever you... Uh, well, Winter's Chill is just any, any 
enemy that's frozen, your ice lance does like the bonus, the four times amount of damage, or I don't know what the actual number is, but it used to be four times the amount of damage. It was like an automatic yeah. crit, critical hit. Um, so that's all that this is, is uh, saying that whenever you use your Cola Clone, after you've just used Cold Snap, your next one will uh, apply that Winter's Chill to all the enemies that are hit. So you get a bunch of extra damage. Okay. And some of the things I'm really looking forward to these last two changes. Oh, wait, oh, we have to talk about Icy Veins. My bad. One second. Um, Icy Veins now summons a Water Elemental for its duration. And if you don't know, you can keep Icy Veins up for like a minute and a half with full cooldowns. Nice. Because like you wouldn't use, when you attack with the Frozen Target, it adds like two or three seconds or whatever to your Icy Veins. So it's like a three minute cooldown that lasts 35 seconds with 30% haste. But when you use it, like I said, like when you use it, uh, you ex uh, you extend the duration by, oh, it says right here, so one second. Every time you do a Frozen Target, it increases by one second. Um, so that you can keep it up, like, all, I know you can keep it up for, like, a good minute, which is cool. They have water elemental up for a minute. Right. Especially with um, the uh, changes to water elemental. Yes. The, the water elemental's ability, Frigid Exposure, increases frost damage taken from enemies by 2%, stacking up to 20 times. Which is, that's huge, again. Yep. Water elemental's damage, which water bolt damage, increased by 50%. And water jet damage increased by 75%, and its cooldowns reduced by 50, reduced to 15 seconds was 45. Uh, water jet is an ability that when they cast it and they channel it, it gives you fingers of frost procs, if I'm correct. Yes, yes. So that's just more procs, and that's that's gonna be that sounds really good. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but that being said, summon water elemental and icy propulsion and snap freeze have been removed. So the only time you get the water elemental is through icy veins. Which is, I mean, I think it's a fine trade. Oh yeah, it's just another because like nobody was using the water elemental anyway. Everyone was using lonely winter. Like nobody yes. used nobody has used a water elemental in like three expansions at least. Yeah, lonely winter is just so strong. It's frostbolt, yeah. ice lance, and flurry increased by twenty five percent. Like you just yeah. can't beat that. Now is lonely winter going to be? A talent since they're getting rid of summon water elemental. Sorry, was what changing? Is is lonely winter still going to be a talent since summon water elemental is going to be going away? They haven't said well, lonely winter's going away. So yeah, that's what, that's what I was curious about. Because like I don't understand. So so maybe what's going to happen is I don't know. I, I don't see them doing it where. Lonely Winter is like when you is just gonna be active when you don't have your water elemental from from icy veins, but then not active when you do have. I don't know if the, I feel like they have to get rid of that talent because there would be no point to it. What's a Lonely Winter? Yeah. What do you make it just make a baseline? Because getting rid of it would would hurt their damage a lot. But well, what I'm saying is you can't have a water elemental, so Lonely Winter shouldn't be a talent. Right, because because the the whole point of Lonely Winter is you're choosing between summoning a water elemental or getting the extra damage for not having a water elemental. Yeah. So do they change that talent to where now it's just get this talent and you get this increased damage, or is it going to be something? I wonder if they'll make it to where it's some kind of talent where when you don't have the water elemental up from icy veins then you get the bonus damage but then if, if the water elemental is up you don't get that bonus damage i wonder yeah i yeah. don't know i'm curious i'm just saying i don't know what they're gonna do i'm curious to see what they do because i feel like you can't they have keep, to, the, the least have, that they have to do is just rename it yeah you have to do something with it because you can't leave it the way that it is because yeah you're, it's, it's it's no longer a choice whether or not you have your water elemental um, yeah so that's why I was curious. I just because I, just, I noticed I didn't see anything in there about it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So that that's the that's the that's the uh, major changes that are out right now. Uh, we're still waiting on Arcane. That was like we're saying beginning of the stream or beginning of the podcast. You know, like they started this, this patch off by saying Arcane rework. Right. Uh, they're like then they said separately. Yeah, we're gonna look into Frost and Fire and change what needs to be changed, but like. <laughs> The fire, frost is getting a huge rework. Oh yeah, fire's getting a uh, fire's getting a decent rework. Yep. So I'm curious to see how, how arcane will fit because like 
the playstyle for Arcane is not very fun. Uh, at least I don't think it is at all. Right, I agree. Raid, and, and, Raid, and Raid seems fun because you just spam Ice Blast, Arcane Blast for 500k. But It's um, good. I like it for leveling. Uh, Most people obviously want to go Frost for leveling because it's better survivability. You can free stuff. You yeah. have some AoE. I personally like Arcane for leveling because you just get your charges at four charges and you just leave it there and then you just one-shot everything with Arcane Blast. Yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, we'll see. Yeah. Hopefully, they have some Arcane news coming in the next couple weeks yeah. that we can cover. And then I'll, uh, sure. I'll go over some of these other changes real quick. Yeah. Uh, sure. yeah. Holy Paladin. Uh, there's been a, They're obviously doing a bunch of rework on that. Um, yeah. Neither one of us really know Holy Pally that much. Uh, no, but yeah, it's getting a big redesign. Um, so there's lots of tuning changes for that. I'm not going to go into all of them because I don't know what any of it really means. Um, but uh, yeah, Holy Pallies, uh, definitely take a look at the PTR notes, see what they're doing. They've got stuff. All the healing is reduced by 3%. Lights Protection has been redesigned. Uh Seal of the Crusader has been redesigned, so your auto attacks heal a nearby enemy. Avenger Crusade, Avenging Crusader cooldown is increased to 60 seconds instead of 45, and now costs only 3 Holy Powers instead of 5. Okay. Um, looks like uh, there's some mana changes that go along with the rest of the mana changes as well. Um, Light of the Martyr now does 10% more damage uh, to the Paladin. Uh, Hammer of the Wrath's cooldowns increased by 150%. So that's interesting. Um, yeah, there's a lot of different stuff on there. I don't know what any of these things really do, so it's kind of hard for me to go through them. Um, now, one thing that I noticed is that they're reducing mana cost of some of their main heals by a little bit. Well, and that has more to do with the, uh, the mana changes that they're doing across the board as well. But the Paladins will get changed because they're already 250. Yes, but they're, they're still changing some of the costs and stuff to go along with that. Um, and a lot of that, that the reason that the like Holy Pally gets some of that changes uh, compared to other Pally or other healers is that Holy Pallies don't really use mana for their healing. It's all about their right. Holy Power. So they're kind of a hybrid healer, even though they're actually a healer. Um but just because they don't use as much mana as other yeah. uh, healers. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, Ret Retribution, Prop Pallies, they're both getting the mana fix changes. Um, Priest, Shadow Priest, Purify Disease now costs 10% of the base mana. So that's a big increase in their costs. Um, let's see. Elian Enhanced just have some other stuff. Restoration Shaman, the Greater Purge, now costs 1% less. And oh yes, so warlocks glyph of the observer is being deprecated and will no longer be available in customization option for fell hunters. However, that's because I guess in the new patch they're going to have warlock uh, a warlock pet customization system coming. Uh, so cool. there's no reason for them to have the glyphs because you'll be able to do customization stuff on there, which should be interesting. Good for warlocks. Yeah. Um, affliction, unstable affliction damage increased by 10%. Seed of Corruption's cast time has been reduced to 2 seconds. That's That'll help them in AoE. Yeah, um, they, the Seed of Corruption's huge for the AoE with Vile Taint as well. But yeah. that was, so it's a good, good change for them, yeah. Then Demonology, Shadow Flame, Acolyte, and Fell Covenant have been removed. Uh, Demonic Knowledge has been re-added. It is now located where Shadow Flame Acolyte was. Shadow's Bite has been re-added. It's now located where Fell Covenant was. Hand of Gul'dan damage increased by 25%. Implosion damage increased by 15%. Dreadstalker damage increased by 15%. Demon Bolt damage increased by 20%. So some big buffs coming for Demonology. Um, yeah. Pretty much almost... That's like just about all of their main abilities. So yeah. <laughs> that's 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 a big, big good increase for them. Bile Scourge Bomber's Soul Shard cost has been reduced to zero, where it used to cost two. Umbral Blaze has a 15 to 30, 30% or 15 slash 30% chance of occurring. It was 8 15. That's pretty big. Yep. Umbral Blaze now retains remaining damage when reapplied. So that's that's also good. That's big. Yeah. Um, the two set has been adjusted for this season's tier. Demon Bolt damage increased 20%. Uh, was 15. 
and consuming the demonic core reduces the cooldown of Grimoire Felguard by one second. Um, then Dirty Hands has been renamed to Malefic Impacts. Oh, quickly, real stick. Okay. You're going to read this Destro change for this Crashing Chaos, and you're going to think, insane. Squid. <laughs> um, yeah, so it looks like some good buffs for Demonology. Uh, yeah. So then Destruction. Uh, dimensional Rift Damage increased by 15%. And Crashing Chaos has been redesigned. Summon Infernal damages, or Summon Infernal increases the damage of your next eight casts of Chaos Bolt by 50%, but only 10 in oh. PvP. Uh, two carol PvP. Or your next eight casts of Rain of Fire by 70%, 15% in PvP. So that's going to be that's really strong. Um, yeah, that's going to be really good for, uh, honestly, single that, target or AoE. It gives you the option there. That's so that's, both, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that's yeah, some I, nice I, changes. I don't know. I don't see it in the notes, but I saw Kalamazi talking that you can somehow get your Inferno to a two minute cooldown instead of three. Interesting. It, it was shown on the stream, so I, I don't see it here, but yeah, I, I, see did, I did see there. it today. Maybe it's a talent I, that people weren't using, yeah. but now maybe will use. True, true. Yeah, my, yeah my, it's my, hard my to say. Um, there's some PvP changes for Holy Pally. I'm not going to go over those because we don't know anything about Holy Pally, really. Yeah. Um, affliction Lock. Uh, unstable Affliction now deals 25% increased damage in PvP. This is all PvP changes for this Affliction Lock, FYI. Um, yeah. Rampant Afflictions now decreases the damage of Unstable Affliction by 25% in addition to its current effect. Rotten Decay can now trigger from Shadow Bolt and Drain Soul and also extends the duration of Siphon Life. So it uh, looks like they got a little bit of buffs in PvP. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's see here. Is there anything else interesting in here? Um... Looks like an edit mode has been changed a little bit. They added duration bars for breath, fatigue with size settings. Um, added multi-seat vehicle UI with size settings. Added lines that show what edges your element is snapping to. And slightly increased corner snapping range. So just a little quality of life changes if you use edit mode. One thing we haven't touched and it's very quick. Okay. I thought we could go over the prominent NPCs with the alternate universe on dead models. Gotcha. Like like the three. Sure. Uh, just yeah. So, um, yeah. So they're in for this. For this is this for the mega dungeon, or is this like just the zone? No idea. It's okay. it's for the new patch. <laughs> we'll go with that. Right. So there's three changes to Veresa. Is it was it Verisa? Verisa. Verisa. How do you pronounce it? Wife of Ronan the Red Hair, who my middle child or my first child's little name is named after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Verisa Windrunner in this timeline is the Banshee Queen. But then people are questioning what happened with Sylvanas in this timeline. Uh, the other second one is Uther the Deathbringer. And people are suggesting that his soul was not carried to the Shadowlands, but instead was reborn with the undead force of darkness. And people are saying, did Uther take the place of Arthas as the Herald of the Undead in this timeline? It's possible. Which is cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big Uther fan from Warcraft days. Yep. Um, Thessarian, that Death Knight that you do quest for as, death, as a Death Knight in the, in the starting zone and stuff like that. Yes. He's also played some role in Wrathlich King uh just lore. Other other than like the the Evanhold. Right. So he's he was in he was in Dragonblade for Questline, I believe. Yep. Yep. Um he's the hand of the king. So I'm not sh we're not sure exactly what that means. They're like are they referring to King Anduin or another king altogether? So just time will tell. But this yeah, the, I... their models go on. I was going to say, I would say based off of, like, from, from a lore perspective, I would guess that probably, now, I, I don't know if these are all, if they're all part of the same alternate timeline or if they're just all three from different alternate timelines. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know if any of that's been up on PTR. I haven't looked into it much. But if they were all part of the same alternative timeline, I would say that probably what happened is Uther ended up getting Frostmourne and got corrupted instead of uh, Arthas. Yeah. But Uther probably didn't, because if he's still just like a Death Knight and not the Lich King, he didn't go and kill 
uh, Nerzul, because Nerzul was the Lich King, and Arthas was the Death Knight for a very long time. So maybe Uther becomes, gets Frostmourne, but doesn't actually go and kill Nerzul. Maybe he even takes Frostmourne to Nerzul and just becomes a Death Knight, Uh, but then maybe that causes whenever they're fighting, maybe Varisa then is who Uther ends up fighting, because it's Uther instead of Arthas, and so then maybe Varisa and Uther fight, and then Varisa falls and becomes the Banshee Queen. Right. Um, that's kind of what I would think is probably what's happening there. As far as Thorisian goes, I'm not sure. Because uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't sure know a t- I don't remember a ton of the lore on Thorisian, uh, but I do remember uh, a lot of stuff with him during Lich King. Um, yeah, there's there's a quest line where you go into like. Uh, one of those like flying what's it called ziggurat yeah ziggurat 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 I know I know what you're talking about yeah there's a quest line in Dragonblight where you help him in that area I remember that quest very well same and then I don't remember what else he's been in since yeah I think he's just kind of one of the leaders of the the death knights that are free yeah 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 so that's just something to look forward to they, their models look cool too, so we can check them yep. out. Yep, yep. Uh, but yeah, uh, so uh, what's uh, what have you been up to this week in WoW? Um, I think other than opening Vault, and I got pretty good Vaults this week. Nice. Um, I just been the only class I've really played so far this week are my Evoker and my Warrior. Uh, I would like to get some Feral Keys in and some Mage Keys hopefully this week. Um, so that. That's something I'll probably be doing, maybe streaming, I don't know. But um, vault-wise, I got my second-tier piece on my Feral Druid. I got my second-tier piece on my Death Knight. My Priest got a tier piece. My Voker still has his one. And I think that's it for, uh, for uh, my tier for this week. Well, other than that, no, just, just Mythics with you most of the time. You are no longer the tierless Bioshock. <laughs> you got I fi- finally got some tier for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Say I, however, did not get my fourth set. I've got three pieces of tier on my Demon Hunter. Did not get the fourth one. Couldn't get it from uh, the vaults. Couldn't get it from LFR. So we're gonna try normal here in a little bit and see if I can get it from there. But yeah, uh, yeah no, uh, same. I've I've been working working nonstop pretty much since the last yeah. podcast, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I think we did the last podcast Tuesday of last week, and I've worked yeah. wins every day except for Sunday since then. Uh, yeah. So I did not get much done in my vault. Uh, I think I, I got like two chests from dungeons and then two chests from raid, and that was it. From LFR, it wasn't even regular raid, it was LFR. But yeah. uh, didn't get anything done on alts, but this week we'll get a lot more stuff done and uh, have a lot more to check in my vault. Ugh. <sighs> But uh, yeah, no, uh, no. A lot of people are playing Diablo Four right now. That just launched today. Um, yeah, well, the early access. Yeah. So for those of you who uh, whose favorite streamers are currently playing Diablo Four, and you want to see some WoW, just come watch us. Yeah. Watch us grubs yeah. play, because uh, we're playing WoW, not Diablo Four. Yep. Uh, I'll play it yeah. eventually, but not right now. Yeah. I got it. I only bought it for the mount. <laughs> I'll, play, I'll play the game eventually because it looks cool, the graphics are cool. I want to see the storyline and stuff, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just not. It's not my style of game. I'm not a big fan of, of the, the the style of it. Oh, I do really like my Necromancer in Diablo two or Diablo three. I mean, uh, the Necromancer that I was playing a while back. That was a lot of fun. Just watching corpses explode all the time. <laughs> uh, I don't know if they have that in Diablo four or not, but we'll take a look and see. I don't know, uh, yeah. but yeah. I think that just about covers it. Yep. Um, if you want to check us out on other content, uh, you can check me out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash buckblind. YouTube, I am buckblind the demon hunter. I've got uh, different videos up there. Uh, I've got all the, all the all the previous podcasts. I've got all my speed runs on there. Um, so, you know, I've got a lot of content on there. Uh, then uh, Twitter, you can always follow me on Twitter at BuckblindDH uh, and uh, catch words of wisdom on WoW or me ranting about people not uh, waiting for the tank to pull and just pulling for us. <laughs> but, you know. 
Words of wisdom, uh, rants, eh, it's all, you know, it's whatever. It's the same difference. Yeah. <laughs> Bio, what are your socials? Uh, QQ underscore Bioshock for Twitch and YouTube. Yep. 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 You can go and uh, check out his Twitch. Uh, he streams quite often, usually when I'm at work, and then I go in the chat and harass him all night long. <laughs> so you all can join me and help harass him. We got we to peer pressure him to keep doing Mythic Plus on his own. <laughs> I've been doing it. Yep, yep. He's been doing it. We just got to keep pushing him, keep making him do more. Do more, more, yep. more, more, more Mythic Plus. <laughs> uh, now, it does warm my heart to see you doing Mythic Plus on your own, finally. And getting some yeah. press and stuff, getting stuff done on your own. Yeah. You just got to get over your fear of, ah, there's no other, it's not buck tanking, it's some dumb tank out there who doesn't know what they're doing. Uh, I mean, you're going to have to deal with a lot of it, but, you know, you'll be fine. Yeah. These dungeons are pretty easy this season, though. They're not bad. They're good. A lot lot better tuned, for sure. Yes, yes. But, uh, yeah, no, I think uh, that just about covers everything. Yep. Uh, Be sure to follow and like and subscribe on our YouTube for uh, these podcast videos, especially if you want notifications for when uh, the next episode comes out. Subscribe. Uh, the audio version, of course, is on RSS feed, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and I believe Amazon Music, I think is the third one. Uh, so, you know, like and subscribe on there so you can be alerted whenever we get to release a new one. Uh, we should yep. go back to probably releasing Fridays, typically. So that's going to be the plan now that I'm back in my normal schedule. Should be recording Thursday nights and releasing Friday during the day. Yep. So uh, keep an eye out for those. And uh, yeah, appreciate everyone that watches and listens. And hope you all have a great one. See you later. Bye.